This is the Mercy back end, where experts share customized business advice and tips about all the messy stuff that goes on behind the beautifully branded front end of entrepreneurship. This is where most businesses fail, so we're here to help you save time, make money, and succeed. And now your host of The Messy Back End, Sheila J. Davis and Nate Tucker. Welcome and thank you. Thank you so much. I'm Renee Charbonneau and today I'm subbing in for Nate. I'm an online marketing strategist and I'm so happy to be here on the messy back end. We have a wonderful show for you today because as Rick Harsha once said, in order for any business to succeed, it must first become a system so that the business functions exactly the same way every time down to the last detail. On our expert segment today, we're going to be talking to Joe Dodds. Joe works with home-based coaches and consultants to improve their productivity, well-being, and business success in these days of overwhelm using her five fundamentals of simplify, systemize, share, self-care, and sustain so they can live more. And you'll hear real questions and stories from real entrepreneurs with real messy back ends. Our expert will share their expertise, experience, and the tools that they suggest to get it all cleaned up. And if you're an entrepreneur listening right now and you have a messy back end, we would love for you to submit your question or story. Give us a call at 801-810-6726 or visit us at themessybackend.com. Would you like to have either myself or Nate speak at your next event or on your podcast? Visit us at themessybackend.com slash speaking. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast by heading on over to themessybackend.com slash subscribe so that you never miss an episode. And check us out on Facebook to see video of our recordings. If you, yep, you, the one listening right now, feel inspired to take our expert's advice and you would like to share what suggestions you used in your business, please let us know about your progress. The key to making this podcast really work is to hear about the results of the suggestions. This allows us to be able to learn not just from one expert's point of view, but from the execution of the suggestions provided. Give us a call at 801-810-6726 or visit The Messy Backend. One of the biggest software issues that online businesses have is their shopping cart. Head on over to themessybackend.com forward slash cart for more details about ThriveCart, the number one cart software that grows your income from existing traffic. Watch the video for how simple this cart solution is at themessybackend.com forward slash cart. Are you ready to put your business on autopilot and actually live your life? At Lock and Load Marketing, we simply offer the best strategies and solutions. We will build it out with you and manage it for you. If it tires you out, hire it out at Lock and Load Marketing. And now on to our expert, Joe Dodds, for her expert advice. Don't miss your seat, folks. Here we go. So today we have a messy back end question from an anonymous listener who says, how do I evaluate if my systems are working for me? And how can I adjust them so I can live my life and not my business? Great question to be asked and to answer. I guess the first point is if you feel that you are living just your business and not your life, then that's probably a good evaluation of the fact that your systems perhaps aren't working for you. Uh, and, you know, that, that is the reality of it, that we uh, want to uh, have the business that we want and the life that we want. And we should be working our way, obviously, to do that because you don't want to spend all your time doing the things uh, that you don't want to do. So I, I help people to live more and that's do more of the things you want to do, 
less of the things that you feel you should do or you have to do. And a clear part of that is systems. But I say that part of that as well is to start with what you want your outcome to be, because you can create lots of systems and you can copy other people's systems. But ultimately, if it's not doing what you need it to do to have a successful business and to get to do the things that you want to do, then, you know, you're wasting time and ultimately you'll end up doing things that you don't want to do. So the first point is about being really clear about what you want your business and your life to look like. And I think often we don't know that because we don't really have the time to work it out. And it also doesn't quite work, you know, as we want it to, but we haven't got time to to deal with it. And some of it is about taking a step back and, you know, having that time to, to, to plan out what you want it to be like before you start to think about creating those systems. Yeah, I agree. I'm actually working with a company right now that's a startup Mm-hmm. And they um, are wondering how to get their systems in place. But the fact is they haven't worked with any clients yet. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, well, we can't put them in place. We can't put them in place. And I said, well, you know, first off, systems are fluid. They're yeah. never going to be exact. You know, I guess, you know, McDonald's, right? McDonald's has a perfect system. It's not fluid. However, when we're an online business, there's a lot of those systems that are going to be fluid. They're going to be a changing and adjusting as you figure out what actually works Mm-hmm. So a lot of times think people may think that their systems aren't working when they're just in a pivoting mode in their systems as well. Absolutely. And, you know, McDonald's were originally, they may not be now, they may have very tried and tested processes. But at the beginning, they will have done that whole trial and error thing because, you know, there's no point keeping doing things that aren't working for you. I have a podcast uh, as well, and uh, I use a really long project plan for every podcast that I do to make sure that I tick off all the things that I need to do you know I've invited my guests I've got their bios I've uh, you know sent them an email to confirm and all that sort of stuff and I change that all the time I probably change it once a month and I I used to go back and like redo all the ones that I'd already got set up on the old system but I, I don't do that now but I do tweak it all the time so if something doesn't work I think oh I won't do that the same next time I'm going to do it differently and then I change the process and you know as long as as you say you you understand that you can just change things then um you know you should end up with a process that will feel sort of finished but I, I don't think they're ever finished I think you know there's, there's always tweaks depending on what you're doing because you know the world changes people change your focus changes and that can have an impact on on the sort of things that you do and mine change on a regular basis as a matter of fact I just changed my entire script I wrapped the old script and started a new one because what I was finding was is taking me a full 30 days to be able to get ready for the next month. And I cannot spend, you know, you can't just do the podcast. There's a lot of other things that you have to be doing. So once you recognize that something's taking too long, it's maybe time to review that system, right? So how do you, how do you actually get on that McDonald's type system? Do you write everything down? How do you, how do you track that? Well, I think it's got to be, as with anything that we do, what works for you as an individual. A lot of people I talk to use pen and paper. It's something that I never use. (laughs) So I wouldn't recommend that, but a lot of people do. Um, I use uh, currently Asana. Um, It's so flexible to be able to create a a template of a project and then just copy it, but adjust it, as I said, as you go along. But there's loads of other tools out there that that you can use, um, like some of the to-do list type things like Todoist um, or... um, things like Evernote, even just, you know, creating documents or, you know, pen and paper, as I said. But the the other thing I think that's really um, key, uh, sort of a trigger for changing these systems is when you get stuck. And it's not necessarily stuck in not knowing what to do next, but stuck in procrastinating. And with my podcast, the thing I procrastinated on all the time was my uh, show notes. 
because um, I didn't want to write them. So in the end, I outsourced them and that took away that blockage in my process. Um, and, and when I first started my podcast, I do two. And in both cases, what actually was causing me a problem is people would say, I'd love to come on your podcast. And I'd go, oh, OK, I'll get in touch. And then I wouldn't do it. And the reason was because I had to go through a whole process of inviting them and making files and creating templates and doing all the stuff. And so I put in a process using um, uh, Zapier to, to set up automation that people just have a link they can book in they get an automated link which gives them their go-to meeting which is what I use uh, it sets them up in my calendar and all that sort of stuff so it's all in there and done and so when somebody says yes I can come on your podcast I just have to send them a link and so it took away all the procrastination and I think that's the, the trigger as well every time you find yourself putting something off there's a problem with your process yeah I I definitely see that in the work that I do with my clients too I I usually go with the you know pain when they start feeling, but yeah. as you've been talking, I can see that it's, it's even more procrastination than, than actual pain. Um, they procrastinate because it is painful. So that is a, I love that as a um, idea for being able to identify those areas that they need to start looking at um, building systems. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And the other thing to, to think about in terms of how do you sort of um, work out what you need in terms of systems is, you know, what do you want to be doing on a consistent basis? Um, and you don't want to have to think too much about it. So, again, recently, uh, somebody popped up and I think it was LinkedIn and said, you know, Joe, where do you get all this brilliant content from? You're always sharing stuff. And um, I reflected on the fact that it's a system. So I, um, I, find articles whether they be newsletters through websites um uh, just people referring things to me and in the old days I used to just have a load of tabs open on my computer thinking I'll read that later and then you get to the end of the day and shut them all don't you and then you've lost all of those articles so then I started using a tool called pocket and I just automatically add everything to pocket uh, and then when I have spare pockets of time there you go, pocket. Um, I read the articles and um, quite often when I'm traveling on the train, that sort of thing. And then I tag them and I have, again, another Zap set up in Zapier to automatically share them to Buffer, which is what I use to share things to my social media um, based on the tags I use. And it's not ideal because I, I'm not sharing um, uh, in a sort of specific way. So I'm not saying, oh, if it's Facebook, it's this, if it's LinkedIn, it's that and so on. Uh, in terms of how I'm positioning my description about it but I am sharing regular content and clearly that's been noticed by people um, and that does get you know good good click-throughs and interaction and that sort of thing so it's not an ideal way of doing social media I used to be a social media marketing consultant I know I'm not supposed to be doing it in such a regimented uh, way but I know if I don't use this process it just won't happen and so that's you know again another reason why you might want to use um a process to ensure that you consistently do something that is useful to your business and in this case it's probably I don't know 60 70 percent useful I could do 100 percent, but that just frankly wouldn't happen well and if people are noticing then you're doing something right it doesn't matter how you're doing it if people are noticing you are doing it right mm. and so one thing that I've found is that if something seems to be too hard for me or to take too long I will try and find a tool to match that. So we actually have had a podcast about how do you find which tools and what tech should you be using? So for me, Zapier, I cannot do it. I am bad at it. I, I mean, I could probably, I don't know, build a house before I could build a zap. I just can't do it. I'm not, it's not my skill level. Um, but one of my sayings at Lock and Load Marketing is if it tires you out, hire it out. 
you can hire out people to set up zaps for you. And if anyone who doesn't know what a zap zap is or a zapier, look it up. It's a tool that connects different platforms together so that when you hit the trigger, it's like one of those little things where the ball rolls down and then it hits another one and another ball rolls down. And so it connects everything together. So if this happens then that happens and that happens and it connects all of your platforms together. So for me, I just use canned responses to reply to my people. So if they send me their email, I send a canned response. I set it up in Airtable, um, on my C, which I use for my CRM so that we can track who has contacted us and where they came from. And so you do need to keep track of everything. Part of your systems does need to be tracking what's happening as well so that you can go back and say, okay, I'm putting all this effort here. Is that even working? And then, so there's a lot of reasons that you should be using systems for sure. And it sounds like you are the one to go to. So I'm thinking Joe and I might have to get together after this and uh, go over some of my really, really bad. I've got some bad, I mean, we all do, right? Everybody thinks they, they, they're they afraid to submit these questions with their names on them because they think they're the only ones that have these questions. We all have messy backends people. We all as have do them. I, as do I, even with Zapier and all the other things I do, or Zapier. Joe, you are amazing. And when it comes to systems, it sounds like you have got it spot on because you do have people recognizing that uh, things would be, seem to be running smoothly um, in your process. So I think that's awesome. Thank you so much for joining our show today. People ask us all the time how they can get their podcast up and running. What we tell them. Work with our podcast managers at The Messy Backend, and then check out the platform we use for everything else, podserve.fm. They do all the hard work to get you published on many of the major podcast networks, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and many others. After that, they help promote it and make sure it's seen by thousands. Check out their easy four-step process at podserve.fm forward slash messy. Come conquer life's challenges with laughter with our very own Nate Tucker. You can find him on Facebook or Instagram at Nathan Allen Media. Funny guy, photographer, digital marketer, entrepreneur, philanthropist, animal lover, and most importantly, pizza connoisseur. Thank you to our advertisers, podserve.fm, who can help you get your podcast hosted and published. Visit them at podserve.fm slash messy. And thank you to Thrivecart, the only shopping cart your business will ever need. Visit them at themessybackend.com forward slash cart. Last but not least, the biggest thank you to our team. We couldn't do it without you. To my co-host, Nate Tucker, and our production managers and crew. You can find out more about our amazing team at themessybackend.com slash team. Not only that, but our team is ready to help you start and build your podcast today. Visit us at themessybackend.com slash team for details. Woo, well, that's all we have for today's episode of The, 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 the Messy Backend. Join us again next week as our experts share more customized business advice and tips about all the messy stuff that goes on in the back end of entrepreneurship. Remember, you are not alone. Every business has a messy back end and needs a little attention.